Hello, you guys. This is Mama T with Facts and Tea, episode two. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the first episode. I'm here to give you guys some more info that's going on in the world these days. So let's start off with Georgia Judge says that there is discrimination in the jury selection for Ahmad Aubrey shooting case that's going on. It shows that there were a potential of having jury pool makeup was 23 white women, 13 white men, six black men, and six black women. But when it came down to the jury pool that was final, it came out to be just 11 white people, a mixture of men and women, and one black man. So we're just hoping and praying that we can have a guilty verdict on this case. If you guys don't remember, Ahmaud Aubrey was the black man that was jogging through his neighborhood and was basically lynched and hunted down by three white men that shot him down in the middle of the street, basically trying to say that they were doing a citizen's arrest, which was not true because he was not stealing anything. He didn't rob anybody. He was just going on a jog like most people do when they're trying to get exercise. So he was basically gunned down because he was just a black man and they just didn't like how he was just in their neighborhood. So they basically took their trucks and hunted him down and shot him down. And we're just going to keep Ahmad Aubrey's mother in our prayers because she's sitting in the courtroom as they're replaying the tape over and over. I have not watched it and I don't plan on watching it because we have enough um, videos that we have about black men, black women, black children, black people, period, minorities, period, that are being shut, shot down or killed for no reason, just out of racism. So um, we're going to move on and talk about the black women that are in the Senate and are in the House that are speaking out um, with the allies that are in the government in regards to the voting rights bill and economic and a bill for economic justice. So we're still fighting to have equal rights when it comes to voting. Each state has different rules when it comes to voting, but it seems like the more and more people are getting the energy and the enthusiasm to go and vote and participate in the elections that are coming up, the more and more they try to put rules out. So in Georgia, I know for sure they we did a whole lot of rules to where they saying like basically if you try to give somebody water while they're uh, standing in line, um, you can be arrested for that. Um, they didn't want people uh, doing um, voting on Sunday, so people do. Uh, go to church and then after church everybody load up the vans and everybody go and vote so it's just different things that different states are doing trying to prevent minorities from voting and trying to make it harder all i'm going to say is we we might not be getting everything that we want in the government right now but 
Don't let anyone take away your vote. It's been too many of our ancestors and too many of our people that have died just to be able to vote. So please, 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 when you have a chance to vote, go vote. And don't just vote when it's for the presidency. You need to vote for your local um, positions too, as well as judges, the uh, teacher's board. You need to be out here really knowing what's going on in your own city because it's whatever happens in your city is what is final. Not what the president says because it's only federal. Not what the, the Senate says. You really have to pay attention to your local elections. And um, the black women are uh, that are working to protest against this, that's working in the Senate and the House, are very upset because we're trying to pass the John Lewis Voting Act, which he placed this bill a long time ago to have equal rights. And it's sad that a lot of these senators and representatives that are in the House and the Senate, they always was saying how they supported John Lewis and they appreciate all the things that he has done by the time while the time that he was here on earth and now that he's gone and he's you know gone to rest to be with our ancestors um they're not trying to pass the bill for the Voting Rights Act, basically what he's been fighting for for years for them to pass. So let's just hope that they can come together and at least get this together and get this right. So we're also going to talk about um, Howard University. If you guys don't know, that's a historical black college. Um, they're having issues where the, the students are protesting about the housing. So... A lot of the students are not happy about how their buildings are looking, how um, the internet is not working, and they feel like the staff there and administration should get together to upgrade a lot of the buildings, which I think they should. And I feel like they don't have a, they can't say they have an issue with money because you're having multiple bills now that are coming from the Congress that is giving money to all the historical black colleges. So you can't say, oh, we don't have the money for it. So hopefully the students and administration can get together and resolve this so everybody can go back to a normal school schedule and you'll be able to, to the students can just be able to focus just on their schoolwork and not worrying about housing that should be the last thing you have to worry about when you go into school they should have the proper housing they should have the proper internet so they can get their assignments done so let's just hope and pray that that's resolved real soon because they've been protesting for a while now so we're going to talk about Jelani Day. If you guys don't know, Jelani Day was a student um, that went missing. And he was a grad student that went missing. And his mom was really hoping that we would be able to find him alive. But the Illinois police found him in a river. Um, they're trying to pronounce it as a suicide, but that it doesn't seem like that's a suicide. So his car winded up on one side of town. Um, it just seems like you see him at a store and all of a sudden he just vanishes and he was missing for months and 
his family just wants to know the real answers on why he was missing, what really happened to him. So they're pleading that the FBI get involved and do an investigation into the case because this does not seem as a suicide. And I just feel like the Illinois police is just trying to sweep it underneath the rug so they don't really have to do any more work. So let's just hope and pray that Jelani Day moms can get the answers that she needs to know what happened to her son. So another study has been done uh, by the American Psychological Association, also known as the APA. They have come to apologize for their role in systemic racism. Um, They have come to find out that after doing their own research within their own departments, that they have been discriminating against minorities and really black people to become psychologists. They make it hard for people to even um, apply to be at their grad schools, apply to be doctors within that field. And it has come out. And so now they're trying to apologize because, you know, since the George Floyd thing happened, everybody's trying to make, make sure that their companies and their associations are, treating minorities with the equal rights that we are deserved to have. Like it shouldn't have been any discrimination for you to become a psychologist. I believe that if you want to go to therapy, I feel like black people would probably feel more comfortable if they had another black psychologist to speak with. But if you're not given the same opportunities for us to go into that field, how can we help our communities? So they came out publicly and apologized that they did make a mistake in the years to come of doing systemic racism. So we'll see if they'll make these changes, y'all. So another case that's going on is the Kyle Rittenhouse case. So you guys remember on August 25th, 2020, there was unrest in Wisconsin after the police police shooting of Jacob Blake. Um, Kyle Renhouse, he was a 17-year-old who came from across the states from Illinois. And when they were protesting about the shooting about Jacob Blake, he decided he wants to go and take a rifle and start shooting some of the protesters. He killed two people. Um, he wounded multiple people. And one of the um, the jurors were dismissed um, this past Friday, which was the November 5th, because he made a joke about uh, Jacob Blake being shot. So he was dismissed because you shouldn't be making jokes about someone being shot and re- that's in the same case that you're trying to juror. Like the reason why they were protesting is what for protesting was because uh Jacob Blake was shot by the police for no reason um so yeah you have jurors that's not taking it seriously and it is a serious case um Kyle Renhouse charges that he that he's being charged with are first degree international homicide, first-degree reckless homicide, um, attempted first-degree international reckless homicide. So we'll see if he gets prosecuted. I know today, which is November 8th, when they had his trial, 
one of the people that he shot, his victims that he shot, protest, not protested, testified today. And it's not looking good for uh, Mr. Uh, Rittenhouse. Um, he described how he had his hands up and he still shot him. Like there was no threat for you to shoot him. He wasn't rushing towards you or anything. He put his hands up like, I don't want to be shot. He still shot him. So we're going to see how this case comes out. He, to me, he's guilty, but, you know, allegedly, you know, all these things that they're saying that he did allegedly. So we're going to say to me, if he did these things, he's guilty. So we're going to talk about a case where a man is fighting to be off a of death row. So his name is Rodney Reed. Um, he was rejected to have a new case. Um, this is a sad case. This happened in Texas. Um, this man has been in jail for years. This happened in the 90s. He basically went to jail because they said a, a lady, um, he killed her at her job and come to find out um, the more and more that they're looking into his case, you have the innocence project that's working with um, Mr. Reed and they have found out their, their, the murder weapon that they have in evidence was never tested for DNA, which I feel like they should have tested that for DNA. So you could see who was holding the weapon, how was, you know, that would give them more evidence on if he did do it, if he didn't do it. Um, they also said the forensics experts admitted to errors in their testimony. So when they testified, when he had his first trial, the people that testified are supposed to be the forensic experts are even saying themselves, like, we made a mistake. This man did not do this. He's innocent. And there is a witness that pointed out that, the woman that was killed, they're saying it was her fiance, allegedly, Jimmy Fallon. At um, he was he used to work for the police department of Texas. So you feel like it's probably a cover-up and they're trying to pit it on this black man that he killed this lady, but he did not, and they don't want to let him go because you know, once they got you in the system, it's hard for them to let you out. So we're just gonna keep hoping and praying that Rodney Reed can be released from jail because he did not kill this woman. And talking about corrupt police, okay? Let's let's talk about these police officers in North Carolina. They have to pay two million dollars each to fifteen men arrested on fake drug charges. So the narcotic cop was fired because he was placing fake drugs on these men so they can go to jail. Now this investigation is only going back six months. I believe it should be going back further than that, but it's only going back six months. This man was placing fake drugs on him, and the fake drugs was sugar. He was putting sugar in evidence saying, yeah, I caught this. This is cocaine, and they need to go to jail. And some of these men were in jail for months, for months. They probably done lost their job, their reputation. Once you get a felony on your record, it's hard for you to find a good job. So even if they did get out on bail or anything like that, that's still a, they thinking that they selling drugs or had drugs on them. There is a many corrupt police officers. And I feel like if you're doing things like this, you should be prosecuted yourself. You should not just should be able to just say, okay, I'm done. 
I'm just I'm just going to either retire, be some some cops to be able to retire and still get their pension, which I feel like that's not fair or get fired. And I feel like even when you get fired, that's not fair either, because you can go to a whole nother district and get hired over there to be a police officer. And I believe that's not fair. So let's talk about some good news that's going on. So October was a good month for the United States. So it says the job report is almost a half a million jobs was created last month in October. And some jobs were even raising their job salaries because they believe, you know, some people now since the pandemic happened, some people are reevaluating their life to see like, do I really like this job? It just is this job really worth me working? Are they really paying me for what my worth my work is worth? So a lot of jobs have raised their salaries. Um, for instance, I know I talked about Amazon last time about them, you know, not paying any taxes, but they did raise their minimum wage for $15, um, which is a great thing. If you stay in states like California, they raised it higher so it can go with the living living wages that's here in my state that I stay in. So, and they said um, a lot of jobs are mandating the vaccine, which is causing people to acquire more employees because they're like, okay, well, I am vaccinated. Okay, so the requirements to, to uh, be vaccinated and have the skills, I got both, they can go ahead and give them a job. It's really easy nowadays to get jobs because a lot of people um, quit their jobs or they're, like I said, it was a half a million jobs that was created. Um, and also the unemployment rate also dropped. So that's that's good as well. So they're showing that pe- jobs are being created. People are getting those jobs and more people are coming off unemployment. And last Friday, they had Colin Powell's funeral. Um, a great man. Job well done. That's all I have to say. Job well done. To the time before it was his last breath, he still always gave his opinion on things, even if you didn't agree or if you agreed. But he was a great man, and he did his job very well when he was in office helping um, President Bush Jr. So, you guys, the last thing I'm going to talk about, something pretty heavy. So this weekend, Travis Scott had a concert. Um, It's sad to say eight people have lost their lives. Um, The ranges of the ages of the people that lost their lives was 14 through 27. Um, They were killed in the crowd as people were pushing and trampling each other, trying to get closer and closer to the front of the stage. It was 50,000 people at the concert. Um, Allegedly, it said, um, they said that um, in the past that Travis Scott also would encourage his fans to rush the stage, to rush past security guards. Don't worry about them. Just try to get your best spot. Do your mess, your mass pits, you know, bump into each other, you know, get rowdy. Allegedly, that's what they're saying. Um, 
He did come out with a statement saying that he's absolutely devastated by what took place last night. It was a lot that was going on. People were passing out because it was so, they felt so claustrophobic. You can't breathe. They were pushing, pushing towards more towards the stage. I'm not going to say who's at fault because we don't know who's at fault, but you, we do know this. Eight people lost their lives. They thought they were going to a concert to have a good time. Allegedly, a security guard was pricked in the neck with some drugs, which make him made him pass out. All I'm going to say is this. The next time they have another festival, there needs to be more security there. There needs to be more barriers where it's splitting up the people so they're not all smushed together. It just needs to be more organized so people don't lose their lives, people don't get hurt. This should not have happened, but sometimes bad things have to happen so there can be more regulations, so to be more safety. I know we all have been almost stuck inside the house for almost a year and a half because of this pandemic, but people need to realize you still need to be considerate of other people. Trampling, trampling over other people, pushing other people, just not give, just not caring about life itself because you just want to get closer to a stage or you just are on an adrenaline rush and just want to see your favorite artist. It's not cool if people have to die for this. It's music. Music is supposed to bring people together, bring peace and love and having a good time and dancing together because you guys came together to see an artist that you guys like. This should not have happened. My thoughts and prayers are with this family. Hopefully, um, I did see that Travis Scott did come out with another statement from a representative saying that they're going to pay for the funerals of the people that passed away. Um, there are many, many lawsuits that are coming after them uh, from to Travis Scott, to uh, they even said to Drake, allegedly. Um, it's just, it's a sad thing that just had to happen. But like I said, you never know when it's going to be your last day. So enjoy your life. But always think of safety first when you go into events. Even if you go into a regular concert, it's not a festival. Just always think about your surroundings and your safety because you never know what's going to go on when you're in that situation. Um, my thoughts and prayers are with the family and with everyone that were at the concert that had to witness what happened. It's just a sad thing because you can't say it was the artist's fault. You can't say it was the venue's fault. You can't say anything at this point because we don't know. They're still doing investigations. And the more and more information comes out, the sadder and sadder this story becomes. So that's it, you guys, for my second episode. And I hope you guys enjoyed um, again, this is Mama T with Facts and T. If you want to get in contact with me, I'm on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if you have any questions where you want me to get more in depth in about anything that you seen on the news or you just want to get more information, you can reach me 
at mamatee at gmail.com. All right, you guys, that's it. You guys have a blessed week. And I hope you guys enjoy. Bye.